Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. 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 And the Half Drunk Podcast. Girl, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start. When are we gonna have an outtakes episode? Thriving. Mm. We are thriving. Ain't no stopping it now. Mm. Mm. Is this how we should start it? <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Emily. I almost forgot where I was going to go with that. <laughs> you forgot your name. <laughs> I was like, what do I say after that? Oh yeah, introduce myself. Yeah, so as you can probably tell, we are thriving right now. Yes. Trying not to lose our sanity, clinging to it, barely being cooped up in my Los Angeles apartment with the rain and the coronavirus causing mass chaos. At least we're together and at least we're healthy. And honestly, I'm proud of us because we are both super anxious people by nature. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we've remained pretty cool about this is, yeah. I think, an accomplishment in and of itself. Like, I am, yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself for not having a panic attack yet. Yeah. So we're doing okay. I think it'd be a little different if we were having to face this alone. And right. just just with all the uncertainty, not knowing what's coming next. But it's not going to stop us no. from celebrating because this is my birthday week. It's on the 18th, actually, so a day after this will come out. And it's also very close to St. Patty's Day. I wish I would have just been born on St. Patrick's Day because <laughs> that's when everybody celebrates and they're too hungover to celebrate with me the next day. <laughs> so we're just... Um, we're having fun now. Uh, it's 11 a.m. and we're drinking Wild Turkey 101. So happy birthday to you! And that's all I could ever want. I just <laughs> need some cheesecake and we'll call it good. Yeah. So this week, because it's Sam's birthday, so I let her choose the drink of the you week. You let me. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. So she chose the drink of the week, and it's one of her favorites and also very near and dear to our hearts because it reminds us of home. So it's the Kentucky Mule. It's an ounce and a half of bourbon, ginger beer, and a squeeze of lime and garnish. So basically, you just combine all of those in a mule cup. Yeah. You put some ice in the cup and then just pour in the bourbon, pour in the ginger beer. Put a lime in. Yeah garnish with it it's really easy and it's really good yep so if you like a moscow mule it's basically the same thing but with bourbon instead of vodka yeah and if you're in kentucky i recommend subbing the ginger ale for an ale eight because yeah there's nothing beer for an ale eight there's oh yeah ginger beer there's honestly nothing better than bourbon and ale eight it's like a match made in heaven yeah which you could also make a a ginger bourbon mule mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, that's basically the same thing as Kentucky mule. A lot of people get whiskey ginger at the bar in Kentucky. But, yeah, this is good. And with all the stuff going on, it's, you know, with my birthday and also the mass pandemic of an illness spreading around, it makes me feel a little bit closer to home to be drinking this. Right. Um, so, 
Yeah, you know, Kentucky's going through some sad times right now because they don't have basketball anymore because the tournament got canceled, and they don't have horse racing because that got pushed for visitors to be there. So basically, Kentucky's just Indiana at this point, and that's (laughs) just sad for everybody. (laughs) And Sam Bing from Indiana, let's not come for her. (laughs) No, my family's from Indiana. I'm Kentucky born and bred, but... But, yeah, so... You know, we've been telling you to wash your hands at the end of each podcast, so we'll just tell you at the beginning of this one. <laughs> wash your hands. But please. also, you know, we should be taking this seriously, but I don't think we need to be, like, You don't freaking need out. all the toilet paper. Yes. Some of us just need toilet paper every day, just I live in a house groceries. with seven people. We need toilet paper. Yeah. I'm like, but. okay. I saw something, it was like, go get the CVS receipts. <laughs> It's too true. We have two from yesterday. I know. But, yeah, so just take it seriously, but try to relax, binge our podcast if that's what you wish to do, watch some Harry Potter. Yeah. You know. Read Harry Potter. Read Harry Fill Potter. Your days with Harry Potter. Practice social distancing. I honestly think that's the smartest thing that you can do is just, if you can stay home, to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you have to go out, just make sure you're washing your hands. Yeah. So. I think this will be a good recharge for everyone. Just go home. Really just focus on... Self-care. It's a yeah, self-care it opportunity. Is. It's a lot of mental health days and yeah. physical health days to work at home. But anyways, let's actually start talking about Harry Potter here because we don't need a podcast just about our everyday life. We don't. <laughs> I mean, we might have to soon if we don't <laughs> get some more content to come up with. Uh, we actually talked about doing a spinoff podcast because we've been watching a lot of House Hunters, so whenever this Harry Potter podcast runs out of things to talk about, we may start a House Hunters podcast <laughs> instead. <laughs> There's just so many thoughts. Um, but anyway, since it's my birthday, we're kind of doing the same thing that we did when it was Emily's birthday a few episodes ago, and I am blowing out my candles, basically, with my birthday wishes. You gotta of... open your gift first, though. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Just... <laughs> We're also just gonna do the birthday. <laughs> it's part of the episode. <laughs> I know, I've skipped over it. Okay. But to finish, I'll <laughs> wish my things that I wish could have changed, or just anything I'd like to see from the Wizarding World. All right. Now I am going to open my present from Emily. And first off, oh, because <laughs> we need more alcohol in our life. <laughs> Got a bottle of 19 Crimes, which is one of my favorite wines, so it's good to always have that on deck. Oh, and we got gummies. Perfect combination with 19 Crimes. Those yeah. will probably be gone by tomorrow. <laughs> and what the heck, dude? You keep getting me these awesome sweatshirts. And like, what? Where did you find this? Is this another? That's from Target. Oh my gosh. Honestly, Target has really cute Harry Potter stuff. I love it. It's like this pastel, like retro looking Harry Potter sweatshirt. It has, like, the Elder one. Oh, no, that's Harry Potter's wand. Snitch, the key that he catches in Sorcerer's Stone, the Time Turner, a goblet. Just so many cool things. That's Forbidden Forest. That's amazing. Thank you. Of course. 
I love that. Oh, we've got Voldemort's hand and his wand. I know, but look how awesome his nails look. <laughs> what a queen. Honestly, it says Seeker on it. There's an owl. Yeah, I love this. It's like pastel. I'll have to take a picture of it. But that's awesome. Thank you. And I have a matching one at home. So. Oh, look at us go. Oh, and then boy. there's a roll of toilet paper in there. Yeah, there's <laughs> also toilet paper because everyone is being a little greedy. And yeah. I literally could not find toilet paper at three stores. I was like, I just, I'm just trying to get like my regular, just one, one, like, what yeah. is it called? Like one bundle at a time where just it comes with like one six package. rolls. Yeah. yeah. That's all I want. That's all anyone they wants, I feel. even have the like really shitty kind. <laughs> I was like, what? So... I'm going to become notorious for stealing toilet paper probably in the future if I can't find any. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a great gift. So, that's, thank you. Of course. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right. Let's hear your wishes. I'm really interested in hearing what they are because I have no idea. Because just like on my birthday, Sam kept them a secret from me because wishes don't come true. Unless you keep them a secret. And you wish a star. <laughs> but I'm excited All right, to Peter hear Sam. your takes. Yeah, it was really tough, you know, to think of some stuff because I agreed with the things that you said for the most part, except for serious. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty tough, but I think obviously number one would just be for more content, like we've said before, backstory. Marauders, even a spinoff that focuses on just a random character in the series. I would love a TV show, like I've said many times before. I think it would be great in TV format. And I would even be open to them redoing the Harry Potter series in television format. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's been long enough now that we can kind of just put to bed the movies. And if they restarted it with today's technology and television format with all these streaming services that are up, I think it'd be really cool to do like season one is the first book, season two, second book, and so on. But then from the fourth book on, I would break it into two so that I would be like 11 seasons. And like, hello, that's amazing to have 11 seasons of Harry Potter. Would you want the original cast to be involved somehow? If they were open to it, but it's, you know, it's tough because you, you want them to, but then it's like if they all aren't on board, then you yeah. don't want just like one random person. Right. But I mean, I think it would be a good deal for them that are still acting and still mm -hmm. open to it. Like, I think maybe one person that might would be Tom Felton, just because he is yeah. so, like he's in LA most of the time. He goes between LA and London and I'm not sure... Who he would play maybe he would play draco's father or something that would be awesome if he could yeah. play lucius i think he'd be really well suited for that and daniel radcliffe at this point could play james he could and it would be a younger james than in the original films yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel like you know there'd probably be some people who are upset that they were redoing it so soon but i think when it's in a different format like you can't it's not like they're redoing the movie so i think they probably will eventually yeah. after another 30 years or so but yeah i think if they had the right people it would be good and if the yeah. right people directed it and were involved it would be good you know like hire me that's fine i would make sure all the continuity was there and all the canon was there and yeah. maybe you know what maybe i'm just gonna fucking do it i don't know i do the set design there we go let's just let's work on it let's pitch some i can start writing some scripts you can start putting in some detail and 
Mm-hmm. Let's put a storyboard together and I'm um, down. See what happens. I'd love to do set Go design. Go to Warner Brothers. <laughs> like we will hype this, dude. <laughs> We've got fans that will love it. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. All right. Next wish would probably be more diversity. Yes. Written into it. So, one thing that I think that Cursed Child actually did write was the strong, proud woman of color, Hermione, mm-hmm. and the play, at least. Not it's not specified in the actual screenplay book, but right. on stage, I think they did that right. And I wish that J.K. would have been more specific in her description of Hermione. Yeah, I think it would have been really awesome to have one of the trio, especially Hermione, the smartest kid in the whole school, as a little lady of color. I think it would have been great for young children everywhere to see her as a leader and a role model, and mm-hmm. a really good friend and. I know that we do have diversity with Angelina Johnson and Lee Jordan and Dean Thomas and Cho Chang and Blaise Sabini and the Patel twins. I just think that if one of the main characters as well had some diversity, it just would have really, really aged well and gone a really long way and would have just been a good thing for little kids and adults alike to be reading. And I know that we all love and adore Emma Watson. Like, we do. She's a queen. But yeah. I think that we would have loved whoever was portraying Hermione on screen, to be honest, because she's it's the character that you really love. Right. And yes, Emma Watson's adorable, but there are a lot of adorable little girls out there who I think would have been mm-hmm. really good as well. So, I love this one. I think that, you know... The description of Ron and the description of Harry, they are so exact, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know everything about them. The description of Hermione that we really get she isn't. really big hair and some buck teeth. Exactly. So she really could have been a little girl of color. And mm-hmm. I agree 110%. And we've talked about this before with Cursed Child, is I absolutely love that they brought that inclusion. Because, yeah. you know, representation really matters, and we aren't women of color, but no. we think that that women of color need to be represented because it is so important, especially for girls. Right, I for think. women, which we like definitely have our struggles just as being women, but right. for women of color, they're the most like underrepresented and the most... <laughs> they struggle the most out of everyone, basically, and it just would have been a really huge statement to have Hermione, the like, arguably best character in the entire series. Mm-hmm be a woman of color and be so strong and it would have like gone further to like talk about the whole like mudblood thing that right. kind of ties to racism like that mm. kind of illusion would have been way more in your face I think yeah um, for sure which would have caused more discussion but I also think that you know they kind of missed an opportunity to reach a broader market of people they did they did well I'll fucking cheers to that <laughs> <laughs> All right, my next one is just kind of silly. It's just something that I have thought multiple times whenever I am reading and watching is um, I want to know where all the fucking cats hang out at Hogwarts and why (laughs) we don't see them running around everywhere. (laughs) All we ever see is Crookshanks and... um, Mrs. Norris. (laughs) Yeah, all we ever see is Crookshanks and Mrs. Norris. So I'm just like, where are they? Is there like a cat version of an owlery do they not like do they all just stay in the dorm rooms and we just are does everyone besides Hermione just say nah fuck it I want an owl like I don't know also just a sidebar where are all the litter boxes right well I think you know before Hogwarts had toilets they just like 
mm. shit in the halls and like Ugh. magic did away. So maybe they just do that for their cats. I don't know. Because like I mean, I'll be honest. I've never lived with a cat until I moved in with Karn's family, and that thing stinks. Yeah, and it's gross because they get out and then they try it's to litter everywhere. all over the floor. Like I, lo- I love some cats. Don't get me wrong. I'm ob- obviously a dog person, but. I grew up on a farm, and we had barn cats that just couldn't... We could not fix quick enough in between them getting pregnant. So I grew up from ages, like, probably 9 through 15 with a litter of kittens in my bathroom at least three times a year. So I've kind of had my share of cat litter and cats running around. Right. But yeah, it's, it's a huge mess, and cats can be destructive, too. I just think, you know, we, we could have seen some more running around the common room or something. If Sabrina the Teenage Witch was there, where would Salem be? I don't know. <laughs> okay, next one. I would like more of an explanation into other wizarding career paths or occupations besides teaching or working for the ministry in some shape or form, which I feel like is really all you get unless you're like a shop owner somewhere or a bartender are the only government jobs those that are handed down from the ministry does all government jobs report back to the ministry at some point or are there like other unionized like wizarding careers or who does like trade work i don't i just want some explanation there definitely has to be i feel but also they do they have like an infrastructure type thing no because they live among muggles so would they just let muggles handle? Right, so like, what happens if they want to build a house? Do they have a wizard architect, or do they just get a muggle architect? Can I please become a wizard architect? <laughs> or do they just think, you know what, I just want a house, and there's some, like, spell right. they can cast to build themselves a house without the help of somebody else. Hmm. It's just like, where does magic end and end actual, like, tradesmanship begin, if that makes sense? It does. J.K. Rowling, please answer this question. <laughs> and also, like, we're going to have a career episode at some point where we talk about different occupations and what we would want to be. And I just want some other options besides auror. Healer. Professional, yeah, healer, professional Quidditch player. Teacher. Working for the ministry or professor. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. What would I do in the wizarding world as a career? Or you could be like Molly Weasley. Mm-hmm. Be a stay-at-home mom. I mean, I ain't mad at it. Hey. (laughs) 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 All right. Now, this is the last wish that I could think of. And it is that Dobby did not die. Yes. So, if I could save one character, it would be him. Though it's really hard because right now I'm very raw and grieving Dumbledore's death and I immediately wanted to say save Dumbledore but I think that Harry really needed that kind of extra push with in that eye opener even though like obviously like his eyes were already pretty open he's already had his fair share of mourning and grieving of losing his mentors and people he loved but I think this was when he like as we talked about realized that he was actually yeah he didn't have any help now besides Ron and Hermione. He didn't have like an authority figure helping him, telling him what to do. He didn't have anyone to go to, and that's what kind of set him on the track of okay, I gotta like get down to business now and get this mm-hmm. shit taken care of. So I think he needed that. As sad as it is for Dumbledore to die, he was gonna die soon eventually, no matter what, with his rotting hand. Right. And just he's old. I mean, just 
for sure. But Dobby was so pure and it was just unnecessary. And I think she was trying to show that in times of war, even the most innocent of people are not safe and there's consequences, but like, come on. (laughs) I can just picture Dobby living out the rest of his days at Hogwarts and everybody loving him and befriending Harry's kids and Ron and Hermione's kids whenever, like, they're there and, like, maybe Rose continues with the spew movement and Dobby's, like, right there with her helping out and... It would just be great, and he could live out the rest of his days with the knowledge that he saved Harry Potter and his friends again. Right. But this time, probably the most important time he has ever saved them so far, and knowing that he's the GOAT. And I'm just like, could we just have had that? Like, it makes me so upset to even think about. Like, I'm tearing up a little bit, because he deserved that. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm really not looking forward to reading that again because we've already my dad has read it before when he was on the podcast our first episodes yeah i feel like it's gonna be even more raw than our last episode was with dumbledore just because you're right it it was a really hard death and it was one that was unexpected mm-hmm. i think i definitely want to save dobby because you know how i feel about him i love him i think you're right but also, like, I think you just said why she did it. Yeah. And that was exactly what my thought was when you first said it, is she needed Dobby's death, and unfortunately she needed Fred Weasley's death to show you that even the happiest and most pure people are still subject. They're not safe from. Right. I will say I'm a little shocked that you didn't say Tonks and Lupin. I mean, if I'm picking one person, I think it would be Dobby. But... If I could save people, I'd save them all, <laughs> you know? Like, That's I don't want true. any of them to die. But I do love Tonks and Lupin, but I think they do have a beautifully tragic mirror yeah. of Harry's story. Which was necessary. She was trying to do that, and I think that that was um, also really nice because Harry had, could have had Sirius growing up, and Sirius probably would have gotten married or something, you know? Right. Like, that could have been Harry's story, mm-hmm. living with his godfather, like having his godfather. I think he lives with his grandparents, but he always has Harry. Right. Um, so I think that that is, she's just kind of like rewriting history a little bit with Teddy. A hundred percent. So. Yeah. I think it's nice as much as I do love Tonks and Lupin, it just kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think I said in the past that I would save them, but the more that we just keep reading and I do love them, I think that their story was kind of like on track for some sort of tragic ending just how much they struggled against each other but the fact that they died fighting together i think is um it's like a romeo and juliet type of beautiful situation except romeo and juliet's stupid and they like (laughs) they're 14 14 year olds committing suicide but right it's definitely poetic i agree i and we'll talk about this obviously more in depth later but yeah dobby it's hard to not love Dobby. I know sometimes he can be a bit annoying, especially in um, Chamber, Chamber of, of Secrets. Yeah, but he's just I trying mean, to save Harry the whole time. That's all he cares about, and he really represents, I think, the new age of the Wizarding World, where you know house elves can do what they want, and if they want to choose to work, they can, and he gets compensated for that. And he has like a billion hats because he loves to support Hermione. <laughs> he literally wears so many hats. Yeah, he has so many hats. He's a hero, he's a house elf, he's a cook, he is he, Harry Potter's number one fan. I mean... He finds the gillyweed when Harry needs to breathe <laughs> underwater. Like, it just goes just... on and on and on. But yeah, I... And like, just think about it. if he did live, 
where would the house elf movement have gone to? Right. Because, I mean, really, right. if you're a wizard, you don't need a house elf. Like, what you do don't. you need them for? I think that they're scared of them, and that's why they're using them as basically their mm-hmm. slave slash servant. Uh, because house elves do have their own form of magic. Right. But I think that's a very antiquated notion that the wizards have clung to, that they have house elves. Like, even when you hear Ron describing it to Hermione and Harry about, like, well, yeah, they have a house elf. That's what house elves do. You boss right. them around. They do your chores. Like They do your dirty work, basically. Look mm-hmm. at Creature and getting the locket with Regulus. So I think that, you know, maybe with the combination of Hermione and Dobby staying alive, that movement would have gone further in light right. of the revolution of the Battle of Hogwarts. And a lot of people died. A lot of people knew would come into power at the ministry, Hermione included. And I think, you know... In Cursed Child, we see that she's Minister of Magic, and... It makes you wonder if she, like, made it illegal. Now, if she's Minister of Magic. She definitely did something. I think she definitely... And they might talk about this in Cursed Child. It's just been a really long time since I've cared to open it up. And we could probably find it on the old Pottermore. But I think she definitely would have made it... Definitely. ...very important to her to continue, and... I'm like I'm 90% positive I've read somewhere that she did continue the actions of Spew. Right. But to what extent? Like how free are they? They should just be free, right? Yeah. So, it's definitely an archaic way of thinking. I think the entire concept of the house elf and then Ron, who is someone who obviously does not believe in persecution of others, just kind of normalizing it just kind of goes to show you the power of groupthink. I think the only thing that I could see the reason why they're still clinging to it is because house elves... It's convenient. Well, they just, they're not, they don't look like muggles. So imagine if a muggle just saw a house elf somewhere, like at Target. How would you react (laughs) if you saw a house elf and you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like that one creepy ass video of the house elf thing like look at i reposted it on our social media oh yeah yeah, yeah like a yeah, long yeah. time ago <laughs> the, like, of the little, weird house the, like looking shadow thing, thing yeah. walking yeah so maybe they're just afraid of exposure by like having house elves live but you yeah. would think that house elves could like they have their own magic they could like cloak themselves in invisibility mm-hmm. kind of like dobby did something to think about yeah I do think that house elves are a little bit of a loose cannon. I mean, you see that with Dobby himself. You see that with Creature. Obviously, just he's a loose cannon whose head's been filled with all of these ideas. And then you have Winky. <laughs> She's a loose cannon, and she becomes an alcoholic. <laughs> um, I mean, but aren't we all a loose cannon? Like, Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is a good one. I, I obviously love Dobby, and I wish he could have survived... Yeah, for sure. He would have taken really good care of Harry Potter's kids. Right. Like, if anything, they could have paid Dobby to be their nanny. Exactly. Like, they wouldn't even have to pay him. You could, they can just do it just, but, but just for to the, do it. Just for the sake of it, you know? Yeah. Just so he doesn't feel like he's their servant. Right. He could do all the things a house elf does, but I'm going to pay for it. Right. You're going to make your living, and you're going to have a room in my house and live with me and my family. It would be his dream come true to live with Harry. <laughs> Honestly, like, house elves don't have to stop doing what they're doing because they say that house elves are, like, that's that's what, what they, they do. do. It's in their nature. They want to, like... Help. Right. They can do that. Just fucking pay them. It's like yeah. a cleaning lady and a nanny all in one. Or a personal cook. Just 
give them a living wage and have them stay in your house. It's basically how it was in those like manor and abbey houses in England way back in the day. Not actually that far back in the day, like in 1800s to early 1900s, they had servants that lived there and worked there, and right. but they got paid. So Right. Yeah, it's definitely a good comparison. I just, I don't want to get to that part. It's making me sad even thinking about it. I know, but we're going to have all the time in the world to read Deathly Hollows now. It's true. There's no <laughs> procrastinating, no escaping, because we're not going to have much else to do besides watch Harry Potter or binge watch something on Netflix that we've been pushing off or drink. <laughs> we're good at all of those things. <laughs> Just all of them. We're going to do them all. But yeah, we, um, I think after our next episode is the wrap up of Half-Blood Prince movie and mm-hmm. then we're jumping straight to Deathly Hollows. if I'm not mistaken. We're jumping into Deathly Hollows book part, part one. Yeah, I think you're right. There might be a week in there, but I'm not sure if there is. I think we're just jumping straight to it. Well, perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> so See, there's a silver lining in every situation. Yeah. Light can be found even in the darkness. Alrighty, well, um, kind of short episode, kind of light. Do you want to do trivia? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Do you have That's what we cards? did. Yeah, I can get it. Do we need more drink or? No wild turkey bottle sitting right there. <laughs> Oh, here we go. My f- one of our favorite sounds. Is it going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> nice little pop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Swell turkey on top of limes. <laughs> that's probably good. Oh, that's a- <laughs> I got a little heavy-handed. <laughs> I just want to remind everyone it is 11.54 a.m. <laughs> All right. I mean, you know. Oh, <laughs> spicy. Spicy. That'll warm you right up. If you, honestly, if you get sick, you should just drink that. That's what I drink whenever I'm sick. Wild turkey and tea. Hot toddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the name of Gilderoy Lockhart's self-praising autobiography? Magical me. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right, this one I feel like you're going to get, but the wording's a little weird, so if I need to change the wording, just let me know. Okay. According to Hermione, when performing a curse, what is essential for it to work properly? The, like, wand movement? No. Eye contact. Wait, what? Yeah, I I guess. I didn't know that one either. The eye contact with who? Maintaining eye contact. But, like, if you're cleaning, wouldn't you... How how are you going to maintain eye contact with a bookshelf if you're cleaning a bookshelf? So, yeah, I would argue that it is wand movement. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like... There's a lot of unspoken things that you do as well. That like if yeah. you're trying to be discreet, that you could just you know the what it, what it, what did they call it when they do it inside their head and they don't say the curse. Nonverbal. <laughs> yeah, nonverbal. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so if they're doing like a discreet. <laughs> Emily is not used to drinking whiskey straight. No, I just, like, inhaled as I was taking a drink and it was in. We are drinking 101, so if it was 80 proof, you'd probably be fine. But if you're trying to do a discreet nonverbal spell, like, I feel like Newt does sometimes in Fantastic Beasts, you don't... And he doesn't make eye contact with anything, so... He doesn't. He really doesn't. (laughs) All right, right. whatever. I'll take the L on that. We're arguing this one, though, Trivial Pursuit. Mm -hmm. I think you're wrong. How many turns does Dumbledore suggest Hermione give the time trainer to go back and save Sirius? 
Three? Yep. According to Aunt Muriel, what serious crime did Professor Dumbledore's father commit? He killed muggle boys who were um, basically assaulting Ariana. Yeah. All right, let's do one more. Where do Fred and George get first get the Marauder's Map? They nicked it from Filch's office. First year. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, happy birthday. I Thank love you. you. Thank Thanks you. for finally catching up to my age. Oh my gosh, I'm not thrilled about it. I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm like, can we not celebrate it and then we'll just keep pretending I'm 24? No. 25, I think, is a year to thrive. Your brain is fully developed. Well, look at what the fuck is happening this year. I know. <laughs> like, it's 20, not a good year to be 25. 2020 has been an interesting few months. But, you know, your brain's fully developed. And oh, I, wow. I actually, like... Yeah. yeah. At 25, I, your brain is fully developed. I can get married now. I promise my mom. So Me too. Maybe that's what's been holding me back all this time. <laughs> so yeah. like, your brain wasn't fully developed. Yeah, well, it won't be until it. Wednesday, so, right. you know. But we got a little bit to make some bad decisions and have an excuse. And well, you know, my brain's not fully developed, so <laughs> who can blame me? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I think it'll be a good year, and I wish you obviously nothing I but mean, the best. Yeah, I think it, hopefully we can all pull through everything that's going on. And I do think that 25 is pretty... It's obviously, it's still very young, but it's, um, it's, it's pretty big for me because right. I do feel a lot different now than... I did say when we even started this podcast when we were 23 or geez we were oh my yeah if you think before like being in college and like even graduating at 22 like I'm just such a different person yeah so I think that this is a little symbolic of like where I've come from and like now I'm like yeah I feel like I'm a 25 year old Sam when the past few years I've just kind of felt like I've been 22 year old Sam right but yeah yeah, well, I can tell you from about a month of experience that it's fine. <laughs> That's encouraging to know. Of how nervous I was to turn 25, it really has been. Yeah, but you also, I feel like you're further along in the oh, no, 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 societal no, no, no. life circumstances of life. And I'm like, when well, do that... I need to start thinking about freezing my eggs? Uh, you're 25, so it's going to be a while. But I, I honestly just think, you know... Everybody takes a different path in life, and obviously, not everyone's path is going to be the same. I For know, example, like my parents, tells me they got that. married at nineteen. Well, I was not ready to marry anybody a lot of when I was got nineteen. Married that young, and I'm not saying that I'm like ready now, but I don't even have like. Well, maybe this is your year. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right. We'll, see. well, everybody wish Sam a very, very happy birthday because without her. We would just surely. You would be fine. You'd find somebody else to replace me in a heartbeat. Uh, girl, uh, no, I would not. Um, <laughs> but anyway, with that, you can find us at HP Half Drunk on Instagram and Twitter and Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast on Facebook. And also our group. Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. And you can listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you listen there, be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. And you can also listen on Spotify or basically anywhere that you can find a podcast. All right. Have a good week. Cheers. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. (laughs) Mischief managed.